Hi, this is Donna Otto, and welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you are continuing to be strengthened through the welcome prayer. And if you were not a part of our work last year and don't know what the welcoming prayer is, may I encourage you to go online and find the welcome prayer, the welcome prayer, and begin to incorporate it into your time every day. Read it aloud when you get to a phrase that pierces your heart because you know you need to let it go or you need to embrace it, you will have experienced the welcome prayer. So welcome, welcome, welcome. We started something new a few weeks ago called, I thought this was a throwaway. I have these things that I think, oh, that's nice. That's a little snippet. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I'd like to mention that. Yeah, but I'm not going to spend the whole time teaching about that. So I'm going to throw these in. I have an idea. I'll be throwing these in a lot because there's so many quotes that spark me and so many one paragraphs that I read and I think, wow. So uh, today I want to read to you uh, from Psalm 4, which is eight verses long. People always say the Psalms can be so long. Yeah, they can be so long, but some of them are very short five or six or seven or eight verses. And so this one is uh, a Psalm of David, and I'm going to read it to you from the message. When I call, give me answers. God, take my side. Once in a tight place, you gave me room. Now I'm in trouble again. Grace me. Hear me. You rabble, how long do I put up with your scorn? How long will you lust after lies? How long will you live crazed by illusion? Look, look at it. Look, who got picked by God? He listened the split second I called to him. Complain if you must, but don't lash out. Keep your mouth shut. Don't let your heart do the talking. Build your case before God and wait for his verdict. Why is everyone hungry for more, 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 they say, more, more. If you've been around, you know the dinosaur song. How do you feed the dinosaur? More, 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 more. We have a culture of more, more, more. And I hope that you will come and listen uh, soon. I can't remember what I've titled it, but I want to talk to you about uh, some ideas having to do with your ability to say you're right or wrong and how the more issue fits into that. I have God's more than enough. That's what David says. He says, everyone is hungry for more, 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 more. And I have God's more than enough. More joy in one ordinary day than they get in all their shopping sprees. At day's end, I'm ready for sound sleep. For you, God, have put my life back together. In my Bible, I wrote, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in for you putting my life back together. Psalm 4 marks this transition from the daylight world where it's easy to suppose that we're in control because we can see everything, right? To the nighttime world. You know I've just moved and my husband and I have been together like really a lot of together. And the only times that we have been apart in the last 10 or 11 months have been during the daytimes. You know, he goes off to pick up something and I go off for 
walk or uh, we you know we have been pretty much quarantined like a lot of you so we've been together quite a lot and he had a meeting to go to recently at night first time i'm in the house by myself at night and i don't know the lay of the land at night and i I went all through the house, locked all the doors. We have a lot of doors that go out to the patio and then doors in the front of the house that go out to the deck and another door in the front of the house that goes out. And so I went and locked, judiciously locked all the doors and then turned on the front lights and the back patio lights. And I texted David. I said, when you get home, it will be a blaze of light. And he had no idea what that was about. But for in the in the light we we think things are much easier in the night world where we relinquish our grip on jobs on other people even our own thoughts people who live by faith have always welcomed the evening hour for prayer oh the hours of prayer that we pray and the evening hour of prayer disengaging ourselves from the discordant arrhythmic confusion of voices and sinking into the quiet rhythm of God's words. Thank you, Eugene Peterson. It's there in the night that we experience a will greater than our own, the will of God who answers and precedes our promptings. Our God works while we sleep without our help, without even our awareness that he's working, and that should help us to rest a lot easier. I have talked to more women my husband and I have talked to more couples in the last months that have said, we can't sleep. Oh, I'm, we're troubled. We're, we're, we're inordinately out of sync. And I think, while it may be a dark night of the soul, I think it's just the darkness. What we cannot see in the dark helps us to fall prey to what we might be afraid of in the daytime, but we push forward. Just a throwaway thought. The second throwaway thought is really not throwaway. I almost don't like the word now that I've chosen it because what I'm going to say to you is so not a throwaway. It's so important. If there's one thing in the decades of work that I have done with women that women regularly say to me, they, when we talk about spiritual conditions, spiritual life, spiritual practices, a desire to grow more with God, a desire to love him more, to love him better, to love others, to keep the great commandment, what, whatever that is, always, I'm going to say always, okay, 99 and 9 tenths of the percent of time, so not always. People say to me, women particularly, I just wish I prayed more. I just wish I I wish I had more time for prayer. I wish I prayed more. I wish there were more prayer in my life. <sighs> I, I, don't even, I, I don't even know how I can just give the throwaway line because there's so much to be said about that. And we talk about prayer intermittently and all through the year and in everything we talk about. But when we really, truly love people, we desire for them far more than what we can see them get in the common way. We desire for them to have 
power that is beyond their own understanding. I think of my grandchildren who are 14 and 16, and I think about all the things they're learning and all the things they're doing and this quarantine time, and I want them to have so much more than what is right in front of them. And that leads me to pray for them because prayer changes things, especially selfless prayer or sacrificial prayer or self-giving prayer. And we talked about that in the life of Hannah recently. So here's the idea that was not, it was, it's an important part because there are a lot of things to talk about prayer. There's intercessory prayer. What is intercessory prayer? Intercessory is prayer when I pray for someone else. Here's the idea. Here's the big idea. You know when you pray for someone else, there's a mediator there's the mediator. You know who the mediator is? Jesus Christ. That's what he does full time. <laughs> That's what he does full time. He's the mediator. He came to earth. He died on the cross. He went back to heaven to be at the right hand of the Father, interceding on our behalf. And he's God. He is interceding on our behalf, and he intercedes on behalf of your prayers. He is the mediator, Jesus Christ, doing eternal work forever and ever, being the mediator between me and the prayer I might have for my grandchildren. See what I mean? That's not really a throwaway, is it? It's kind of important. It's really essential. And yet, hmm, I don't want to talk about it for 15 or 20 minutes. I want to say it to you. And I, I think in this case, I want to ask you the question. Are you aware of the role Jesus has interceding on your behalf and on behalf of your prayers with God? He's the mediator. And I'm Donna Otto, and this is Modern Homemakers. And I'm so glad you've joined us. I hope you're enjoying some of these. I thought this was a throwaway. Let us know if you're liking them, or you don't like them. Let us know. Be kind. Remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day of reading God's Word. <laughs>